0: and welcome to the third episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. Uh, This is Colby Wood, and what I wanted to cover in this podcast are going through the different personality types you've got to be able to bring to the forefront when you're interacting with customers, because not every customer that you interact with is going to have the same personality type. And if you're somebody that is super rigid in how you act, Super rigid and how you communicate with others, and you're one of the people that you know. You pat yourself on the back because you know I am who I am, and I'm not going to change because uh, somebody else wants me to change. And and you're the type that whatever your dominant personality type or traits are, you just take those and run with it, and you're never actually developing the other personality traits then you're going to struggle in medical sales, I think, fundamentally, because there's so many different personality types and people that we deal with. You know, there's a, the majority of medical sales reps, at least the medical device sales when we're talking surgical implants, uh, most of those reps are very similar, extremely type A, very driven, very motivated. And that's th- those are all good things. And it makes it easy for those people to interact with orthopedic surgeons because, you in a lot of ways, orthopedic surgeons share a lot of those traits, those personality types: driven, Type A, competitive, like to talk about guy things, or um, you know, what have you. It's easy for the majority of medical device reps to to be on the same page with the orthopedic surgeon. The problem that those reps run into is that they are they struggle to modulate their personality type and the way that they interact with the other people that are required or involved, I should say, in their day-to-day job. So a nurse in a hospital more or less is going to have a completely opposite personality type than an orthopedic surgeon. And so you can't interact. If you want to be successful in sales, and, and when I define sales, what... What I'm really talking about is influence. Salespeople, our job is to influence the decision of the customer. We want them to want to do business with us versus somebody else. And that comes down to influence and persuasion. You've got to influence people and persuade them to want to use you instead of somebody else. So when I say sales or salespeople, what I'm really talking about are you've got to be able to influence not only the orthopedic surgeon, but also the nursing staff, also the clinical staff, also the surgeon's PA or their MA. Um, PA is a physician assistant, MA is medical assistant. Um, Most of those people are gonna have different personality traits. Some of them are gonna be type A, some of them are gonna be less type A, more type B, laid back, less aggressive, less boisterous. And as a sales rep and a sales professional, if you're able to modulate the way that you interact with an orthopedic surgeon and, and alter that, and I don't mean change who you are, I just mean alter the personality type that you're bringing forth when you're interacting with a nurse or you know a nurse administrator of a surgery center versus the orthopedic surgeon. You're gonna be way more persuasive, you're gonna be way more influential with those people because the way that you're going to impact that nurse that's running a surgery center is likely going to be different than the way that you would impact an orthopedic surgeon and trying to get his business. And so, you know, I've certainly seen it all the time. Um, last week, I was in a in a sales meeting where um, one of the reps that, that we have on our team, they were interacting with this nurse uh, administrator of a surgery center. And I'm there, you know, with this rep, and we're interacting with this administrator. And the rep is approaching the conversation with this nurse administrator the exact same way I've seen this person interact with orthopedic surgeons. And the problem with that is you're not being recepted or the that nurse administrator is not receptive to this sales rep because that nurse administrator needs somebody less aggressive, less loud. You need to kind of meet with them on an emotional level. Um, and the sales rep was essentially driving the conversation the same way that they interact with their orthopedic surgeons. When an orthopedic surgeon says, you know, get down to business, show me one, two, three, what do you got? I'm busy. You know, hit me with the facts. That's all I want. That doesn't work so well when you're interacting with these other people, these other personality types. And so candidly, that meeting didn't go well. We did not get the outcome we were looking for from that meeting. And at least in the short term, it doesn't look like we're going to have really any opportunity to earn their business. And I don't think it's because our business isn't good or they don't they don't have confidence that we could provide on it. It's that we didn't influence and persuade the people that we're interacting with that that we are people they should want to work with. We didn't do a good enough job when we were in front of the customer, making them walk out of that meeting, saying, man, they really get us. They get our business they can help us. I really liked working with them. I felt good working with them in that conversation. They just didn't feel that walking out of the meeting. I just, because I've done it enough. I know that leaving that sales meeting, this nurse administrator was not having those thoughts and certainly was not going to communicate that to her team. And so what I talked with the sales rep after, after this meeting about is understanding, let me say it differently reading the situation that you're in and altering your personality type to fit that situation. And I'm not saying be two-faced. I'm not saying change who you are. I'm not saying be somebody you're not. But what I am saying is depending on which personality typing you want to use, there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of different, you know, it, it's a it's a gradient. It's a gray scale on one end you have this and the other end you have that and then you have people all, all in between so it's hard to to box them into you know specific categories but whatever whatever way you look at it as far as personality typing you know it could be they're a driven person they're an emotional person they're a thinker they're a doer however you, however you think about that in your mind for sure everybody has a little bit of each personality type in them now you may have more of one than another and the same goes for your customers they be mo- they may be more of an emotional person than a driven person but they still have a little bit of that drive in them versus you might be the extremely driven person and you've got an emotional side to you but it's it's not a high percentage so to speak but if you are let's say you've got just for for the sake of trying to get my communicate what i'm trying to say is let's say you're 5% emotional out of a 100 just for, for the sake of this conversation and you're walking in to meet, meet with somebody that you can pick up pretty quickly they're 50% emotional 60% emotional what you've got to do is really try to bring out that 5% emotional of you don't try to just run through them with your driven personality type that's 70% of who you are like that's not going to be a long term success strategy not going to be a short term success strategy either I should say But you so you've So when when I'm saying modulate your personality type in the way that you're interacting and selling with these customers, what I'm meaning is try to match up the personality type as best you can with the person you're interacting with, because that's fundamental persuasion and influence. People like to work with people that are similar to them. People are influenced by people that are similar to them. And you can't be opposite ends of the spectrum unless you're selling a product that's just out of this world better than everybody else You're not going to be successful selling to the majority of your customers if you only have one way to sell people. Let's just, let me give you an example. You've got, let's say there are five personality types that you're going to work with. That means out of 100% of people, 20% of them are going to have one dominant personality type driven, let's say. If you are only good at interacting with those 20% of people, that means you're leaving 80% of your customers out there that you're not really going to be able to interact with, or I should say, you're not going to be able to influence and persuade them to work with you because you're never going to meet their level. You're never going to get on their level with how they work and operate on a daily basis. So that's, that's what I mean. It's not about changing who you are. It's not about trying to be somebody that you're not. It's that everybody has a little bit of each personality type in them. You know, there's times where I'm super quiet and I'm, you know, I just want to be by my myself and I don't want to talk to anybody else. But there's other times where I'm, you know, I've got a lot of energy and, and I want to talk to people and I'm more loud and, um, you know, more fast talking. We all have varying degrees of those personality types. You've got to bring those out in front of the customer based on what the customer, based on the feedback you're getting from the customer on who they are, what they're like. And try to mimic that because that's how you're going to be able to influence the majority of people that you're with. If you're, if you're only a, if you're only a one dimensional seller, you're only going to be able to influence and persuade that, that same personality type that's on the other side of the, of the coin. Um, You know, and I think it was Warren Buffett who said that for, it might, it might be Charlie Munger. I'd have to double check that one, one of the two. Uh, they said that if, if you're somebody that, uh, think of it as a tool belt, somebody that only has a hammer, every problem to them looks like a nail. And so if you're somebody that just has a hammer and that's it, and you don't have any other tools in the tool belt, tool belt, you've got to think of that as a personality type. I've got my one dominant personality type, and that's the only way you're going to operate in the world then every problem is going to look like a nail to you. And that's not reality. And that's not going to be the formula for you to be the most successful as you can be. You've got to have a lot of tools in your tool belt that you can bring out when you need them. Like sometimes you do need a hammer to drive in a nail. But sometimes you need a screwdriver because you've got to thread it in or it's, you know, I've probably gone too far with that analogy. (laughs) I'll drop that one. I think you guys get the idea. You've got to have bring out the different personality types in yourself based on the customer you're interacting with because at the fundamental level, you've got to be able to persuade and influence a number of different personality types in our industry. We work with orthopedic surgeons that generally are extremely type A and you work with everyone else between that and the opposite end of the spectrum where they're very kind of a type B, laid back, quiet personality type. You've got to find a way to connect with all of those individuals on their level. Okay. So, um, I hope that was helpful for you guys. I hope you got a little bit out of that. Um, yeah, we will, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks. Bye.